You tell a story, he does too. Can he one-up you? Well, that's up to you. Tell your best tale and you never know. You could be a winner on the one-upper show. All right, and welcome back to the one-upper. I'm your host, Ted Blazak. Uh, here with Sage and McKenna in beautiful Cocoa Beach, Florida. And we've got another great guest who's come on. And what's your name, sir? Uh, Randall Ball. And where are you from? Tacoma, Washington. Tacoma, Washington. Welcome yeah. to Florida. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I understand you've got a pretty good story for us. Well, a little bit, yes. I'm, I'm excited to hear it. You're what ready? do you got? Okay. Well, I was in the military for 22 years. It was in three wars. Uh, three wars? Three wars, that's all. That's Which, uh, all. I was in Vietnam. Yeah. And I was drafted and then went to Vietnam. Yeah. And then I, that was my first war. Yeah. After 22 years, I was in uh, Desert Storm for my last. And in between, in 1983, I was in Beirut, Lebanon. Oh, my God. When, uh, you might have heard of it, uh, when the building blew up over there, it was, uh, yes. and 242 Marines. Yes. Sailors and Army personnel died well i lived in that building for 80 some days straight and the day before i I went to the mountains to work with the lebanese artillery yes and we stayed the night and the next morning they blew up the building oh my god yes (laughs) and and then we had to go back and then stay there to help dig out all the stuff oh my god and then uh, my wife and all the kids were still in they were in oklahoma yes and it it's not like today everybody's got the computers yeah. that can instantly call back and right. you know, go on and talk. You didn't have that. Yeah. You had to, they had Red Cross brought in a few phones yeah. and all the rest, because there was a lot more people that was around the airport at the yeah. time, Marines. Yeah. And everybody had to call back home to let them know whether they were alive or not. Right. It yeah. took four days. She knew I lived in the building. Yeah. All that time. And she yeah. didn't know where I, that I went up there. So it took uh, four days before I finally got through on the phone to let her know I was still alive. And and had she had any contact with the military or anything? Yeah, or? she's on base, but they still didn't know who. Where, they were still trying to figure out who was where. And you, your your wife is here. Uh, which, Cheryl. Cheryl. And uh, sh- uh, you, you, you must have been just... Just and she yourself. could she could tell you some more uh, story about when I talked when I got when I got a hold of her how I got a hold of her oh, with my son. Come on over. She could probably. I'm moving the mic. Talk through here. Why don't you two share that mic? Yeah, that's just, just lean in, Cheryl, right there. Um, okay. And uh, so uh, you must have been. Uh, yeah, it was pretty terrifying. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it was it was pretty terrifying. I, we have four kids. We didn't know whether he was alive or not. So uh, I asked the kids if they wanted to go to school. It happened on a Sunday morning. And they, a couple of them did and a couple of them didn't. So I took the ones that wanted to go. And then a few days later, I was taking two kids to school. Two were home. And our little boy came flying down the hill on his bicycle as I was going home and said, Dad's alive, Dad's alive. Oh, my God. So that's how I found out that he was oh. okay. Oh. And then a little later, he called. 
and he didn't tell you the part that um, everybody in his room died. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And the only thing that was left, somehow somebody found a picture of him, a military picture that it was all beat up. Yeah. But, um, that was the only thing he had left out of all of his belongings. So we have that hanging in our house just wow. as a reminder. And I'm very thankful that God brought him back. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Um, so, wow. That's, that's so, um, I, I, before I forget, I just really thank you for your service. You're yeah, welcome. You're, you bring great honor to mm. all of us. Thank you. Um, and can I ask, what, what was, what was going through your head when you, when you, when you got back and you realized, were you thinking, oh my God, I'm so lucky or were you feeling horrible for the loss of your comrades? Oh, you it's everything right you don't know because i was clear up in the mountains yeah and we did when i got up that next morning uh the sunday morning all we got up and got ready to go do work up there yeah we could look through we're on the mountaintop look through beirut over the and all we could see was smoke coming up really and uh it was smoke coming up from a long way we didn't know what it was we were on the radio trying to contact them to see who was there and uh we didn't know what happened, and then finally, we found out that it was a uh, uh, the building blew up. At the same time, the French barracks that was a ways away from it they got blown up too. They lost oh. eighty some people. Oh, I, oh. and uh, that at the same time, it both of them were blown up, and people died in it from there. Oh. And so then we had to go through Beirut to town to get back when everything was going crazy you know there's uh people everywhere was flying through there so wow okay wow so uh when your tour was up after beru you re you you i stayed yeah yeah i stayed so and then uh on to the gulf war yeah that's when i figured that was time to quit everybody's trying to kill me or something (laughs) yeah three three wars (laughs) yeah that's wow but it's good we made it through it that's i did anyway yeah and and, but it definitely we go back to we try to go every five years back to uh north carolina Uh where they have a ceremony for it they have it every year i guess and we go back every five years because i knew a lot of i knew most of the people in that building that died because i worked there so much with them we, I was Army, but I was attached to the Marines. Oh, I see. And we were doing uh, uh, radar. We brought radars over there and for detecting what was being fired on the base right. onto that area. And so I would give the information to the Marines so they could fire back at them. I see, I see. That's, I see. that's what I did there. And then they wanted me to go up to the mountains, and a Marine warrant officer that just uh, came in, uh, from out around the air base, he took my place, and yeah. then he didn't make it. Really? Yeah, he just wow. came back for one day and didn't make it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Too and there's cool. a lot of stories like that of different people. There's a lot of them survived in the building. Yeah. Uh, the guy I lived in a, on the second floor is a, a five-story building that I lived on second floor in a room with uh, uh, three senior NCOs. Yeah. And. Uh, one of them moved down into the basement because he was the supply guy. Uh-huh. And he he survived. They dug him out. I don't know how many days it took. Oh, my but God. But he was still down in the basement. But he had C-ration C type stuff. and wow. And 
had to have water down there right where he was at. And so that's how he survived. And when they dug everything out, he was still alive. Wow. And, so uh, and the guy that was Nick's, Nick's room, they found him in, the, in a tree where oh. it blew him clear out the window. Jeez. So was, there's, but then they, there was uh, some guys on the roof that they said, they said that when the thing blew, it blew them up near. And then each floor just kept collapsing. And then they walked off the building. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Just just kept going down. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, um, thank you for sharing your story. Thank you very much. It's it's a very important story for all of us to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, normally this is kind of a lighthearted game show. Uh, and I try to one-up you with a silly story, but uh, no. <laughs> uh, and I don't think any of our listeners can either. But we're gonna encur- we're still going to encourage them. If you think that you have a story that can one-up mm. Randy's, if you've been yeah. in three wars mm. and you survived a terrorist bombing of an embassy by a blessing or a stroke of luck, mm. Then, uh, then we love to hear your story. Please send it to the oneupper.show at gmail.com. You can type it, you can video it, or you can audio it. Uh, and we'll send you a T-shirt just like the one we're going to give Randall here. Thank you. Thank you for coming here today. You're I really welcome. appreciate it. All right. Have- the One Upper Show is brought to you by Trailblazing Canvassing and the Burning Sage Productions. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.